Robin's a great story. He's been on the committee at the Cranbourne Turf Club for more than 36 years, 15 as president, club life member. Um, Neil Bainbridge pointed out how big of an influence he's had on that club. And I think this is the first Cranbourne Cup that he's missed in, in 40 years. And he joins us now, Robin. Good afternoon to you and thanks for your time here this afternoon on the Country Cup circuit. Very good. Thank you very much. Are you missing Cranbourne Cup Day? I am missing Cranbourne Cup Day, but uh, I miss the crowd and uh, the company there. Um, And uh, unfortunately, this uh, virus has uh, caused us uh, all to go a different way. Now, Robin, you've been on the committee for a long time, 15 as president. We've, we've, we've chatted to Mick Kent, Ken Keyes and, and Neil Bainbridge as well. And the, the, the message is how long or the, the, the conversation has been, how, how much your club has developed over the years. Yes, we've been uh, very conscious of uh, the growth. Of course, Cremon area it was at one stage, the biggest growth area in the state of Victoria. And uh, we felt we had to grow with it and... Uh, with that, uh, we applied for night racing. We had the permit for night racing for about 10 years before we actually got it. And the council said to us, uh, well, it doesn't look as if you're going to get it. Uh, we're not going to renew the permit. Anyway, uh, in the course of the next year, we got the permit. We had the council support within three months and night racing uh, uh, took place at Cranbourne. Uh, the training complex has been a big event for Cranbourne and... Uh, that uh, is the biggest in uh, Australia. Uh, the number of horses training there each morning and uh, with uh, training closing at Caulfield, it'll be even a bigger event uh, there of a early morning. Uh, Robin, uh, who owns more of Cranbourne, you or Ken Keys? <laughs> Tell the truth. Uh, yes. Uh, sorry, I just missed that. Or did you? I said, who owns more, who, who owns more of Cranbourne, Ken Keys or you, Robin? Oh, it's not me anyway. I've, uh, <laughs> I'm moving to Cranbourne North now and, uh, well, uh, at my age, I think I'd better start selling down a few things. So that's what we're about now. Uh, we've, uh, oh, we've still got a project going. We're building a new hotel over at Beaconsfield and... Uh, That'll be a big event for us. It's on a four and a half acres on the main highway at Beaconsfield. But other than that, uh, now I'm gearing down a bit now and uh, relaxing. Uh, Robin, is it, can you relax too much with the impact that Corona would have had on your race club? They all have different income streams and you know the VRC's been hit hard because they don't have a lot of hotel pokey type investments or any for that matter, but other clubs do. And I know you've got the the tabaret and, and all sorts of things and, and the training track. Can you put a figure roughly on how much this coronavirus has cost your race club? Oh, I couldn't really, but uh, it's enormous. It's not only the racing, it's the industry general and uh, uh, the general uh, environment of the, the whole uh, procedures that are going on. It's, it's just incredible. I think we've got to learn to live with a percentage of it and uh, get on with life. Uh, as they're doing overseas and uh, uh, to have Melbourne locked down for these number of weeks that we've put up with now and uh, the state generally, it's it's enormous cost and they're going to put a lot of people out of business, unfortunately. And just the community, not just the race club, the Cranbourne community, you're obviously 
a heavily involved citizen. Have you noticed, I mean, I was, I go there quite regularly and the streets are deserted like they are in Melbourne and there's a sense of nothing happening. Uh, have you got a sense of the community beyond the racetrack, the effect down at Cranbourne? Oh, well, I, I think as the general community, uh, everybody's feeling it and uh, to be... Uh, Within a radius of three or four kilometres travel, it's just ridiculous. It's uh, just such a change of lifestyle for uh, Australian people. Uh, <clears throat> we're used to getting out and mixing and uh, travelling interstate, and it's just not uh, able to be done now, which is very, very unfortunate. And in recognition of your service to the club, Robin, they've uh, named the last uh, race after you. That must be, I guess, a big honour for you. And I'm sure you've been studying the form for that last race to pick a winner in your own race. Uh, uh, I, I'm very, very surprised uh, that uh, I got that honour of a, a race named after me. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm not too good at picking them, though, so I couldn't put people on the wrong, uh, uh, the wrong alley there. Uh, I won't. Uh, I won't come up with a a a, a, a supporter or a, a a tip for that race. I got one that um, feels right, Robin. You got sorry, a, I got one that might feel right because you're so embedded locally. Julia Sandu trains Lady Loft, who's. Uh, started training there in the last couple of years, and uh, Ellie Bryan is the rider of it as well. And she's uh, she lives in that little cottage down there, uh, Julius's place, uh, uh, down the back of the race course there. And she's having a, a wonderful time, and she's a, a proud uh, Cranbourne uh, citizen these days, Ellie Bryan. So how about Julius Sandu, Ellie Bryan, and Lady Loft? Well, that sounds terrific. Yeah, Lady <laughs> Loft, righto. We'll go with that. Hey, hey, um, Robin. Why do you love this club so much? To do what you've you've been able to do for the the Cranbourne Turf Club. Oh, I've enjoyed it, and uh, there's nothing like uh, uh, the, the uh, pleasure of seeing something achieved. And uh, uh, well, when we, I can recall even to get the tabaret underway, I uh, went up and put a sign up over the Christmas holidays. It would have been about Boxing Day. And we had no objections for the Tavaray and uh, the council couldn't believe it because it's pretty, pretty uh, objectionable stuff. And uh, anyway, uh, they said, oh, you're a day short. You pull the sign down a day short. So I said, fair enough, we'll put it up again. And I put it up and we still got no objections and I had no, no, uh, no other opportunity but to uh, approve the permit. And that was the best thing we ever did with the club, uh, I believe to have our 75 gaming machines and uh, we involved and invited the Harness and the Greyhound people to uh, join us and uh, with that, that's uh, pretty much a, a strong support for Cranbourne to uh, be a racing facility for all three clubs for well into the future. Uh, we're very dependent on uh, the six-hour tabaret there and uh, it's proving very, very well. And the last one before we let you go, Robin, we've had a couple of your um, trainers that have been there for a long time at Cranbourne and, and uh, Ken Keyes and Mick Kent, and they were talking about how many is too many at your club and the, these trainers that, that want to get into the, the to, to train their horses and teams at, at Cranbourne. Will you put a number on the cap of how many horses trained at your complex? I think, uh, well, it depends on the expansion uh, provided by the industry for funds for uh, we've just uh, just opening up another another uh, two tracks there uh, and the training complex and uh, we've got a lot of crown land adjoining it which will again give us further potential for expansion 
and um, <coughs> the old council yards that were there, uh, which is freehold. The industry's bought that freehold, and I think eventually they'll do uh, on-course stabling uh, there for a freehold situation that uh, uh, trainers can uh, purchase. I think there'll be one-acre lots or thereabouts, and uh, have their facilities uh, adjoining the complex. It'll be a great complex and, uh, in the next 10 years. Well, it's a great complex now, but it'll be has a great future for racing in Victoria, and uh, I. Uh, I believe that uh, it'll it'll be the biggest in Australia for for quite a long time to come. This question's been asked of me once or twice, and I've never known the answer, Robin. Just before we let you go, could you hold a race meeting at the training track on the course proper? <coughs> yes, at one stage uh, uh, the club uh, thought we would use that as our our facility for racing, but uh, the industry <coughs> didn't think that was uh, the best move and. Uh, I don't think it'll be. Uh, I don't think it'll ever be a race a race course for uh, commercial racing. I think uh, the training complex has just got too much of an investment there now, and uh, it'll remain as a training complex. It'll be the b- biggest and best in Australia, though. Robin, congratulations! Uh, this is why the racing game is so great because of people like you involved in in, in the sport and um, enjoy Cranbourne Cup Day. Hopefully, you back a few winners and. Uh, we look forward to seeing you at the races again. Thank you very much for your call. I really appreciate that. And uh, good luck to all in the hunting. There's Thank Rob- you. There's Robin Daly.